हेलो 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 हाय वेलकम टू गुरुज ऑफ चैनल एंड टुडे विद अस वी हैव डॉक्टर मनोज गौर चिंतालूरी मनोज सर इज एन असिस्टेंट प्रोफेसर एट एमडीआई मुर्शिदाबाद एंड आल्सो हिज करियर हैज ट्रैवल्ड अक्रॉस वेरियस इंडस्ट्रीज एंड करेंटली ही हैज डेडिकेटेड हिमसेल्फ टू टीचिंग वी हैव समवन योर टुडे हु हैज स्पेंड हिज एंटायर करियर इन टू सेल्स एंड मार्केटिंग हैज एक्चुअली मास्टर्ड द आर्ट सो ही इज योर टू शेयर हिज नॉलेज विद अस and hold down stay tight because this episode is going to enamor you and change your perspectives on things and i'll see you on the other side the spread of internet has been very wide in our countries in the last 10 years and we've also witnessed a first hand adoption of technology and the birth of a online channel right in front of our eyes in terms of amazon flipkart a lot of you know online players coming in and setting up channels and this didn't happen long time ago it just happened very recently and so want i want to know your opinion on traditional channels and online channels and how do you think their current status will shape the future of the channel or trade marketing in our country um in fact uh, i would say 2015 or 2000 sorry 2017 18 was the year which actually shifted a lot of uh, business towards online platform for the first few years at least for the first 2 to 3 years online did not drive the business when i say drive the business it did not it was not driving consumption it was only changing the uh, the point of sale from a, a brick and mortar model to an online model and traditionally what has happened is uh, barring uh, india when you look at europe sir, and uh, and the americas of the world there the entire growth of online channel has happened primarily to take care of uh, the aspect of convenience rather than anything else so typically when you when you look at a uh, <coughs> outlet per lakh or uh, population density per square kilometer um, india is relatively very high okay when i compare it with any Markets in the US, US or Europe. So, just to give a simple example, if I am not mistaken, India made somewhere around one eighty to two hundred people per square kilometer, which will be around ten to twelve in US or Europe. So, hence, what happens is in the neighborhood you will not find uh, uh, grocery shops or mom and pop stores back in Europe and US because the the drive and uh, the push for organized retail killed all of them for long years back. so in 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 us if you want to shop you would you have to go to the nearest walmart which typically is in the suburbs of the city away from the high cost uh, footfalls and hence when the amazons of the world took over uh, came in over there they were actually giving convenience which was not there delivering at their doorstep okay so when the indian juggernaut of uh, online e-commerce e and all started off what they realized is how will i what is the differentiator i can give to the consumer they realized that, that i cannot give the convenient uh, aspect of consumer uh, what do you say uh, convenience in the form, form of distance and all the stuff because i i am let us say in jayanagar in bangalore i would have uh, at least three to four pop and mom stores where i can walk in and buy my stocks mm. so for the amazons and the flipkarts of the world which had entered the country yeah. their competitive landscape was completely different and the consumer differential what they had to get was some completely different and that's where what happened is it 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 had put a shocker across to all the people including the industry which never expected that <coughs> an amazon in the flipkart unlike in the us and the european markets here uh, actually started competing with the local kirana stores and the pop and mom stores 
So the challenge always, it again fell back to the uh, manufacturer saying that, how do I manage this ecosystem? So initially companies used to assume that this is a necessary evil which will continue. I'll have to manage it. From a perspective now in the last eight to, I would say 2016, so we're talking about last five, six years, it has moved to a different space altogether saying that this is also one more channel which will exist and this will continue to exist. Now, what do I do of my current trade? Now, if you look at my current trade players in the market, who are the shopkeepers and uh, wholesalers and all this stuff, these guys have a depth of knowledge and uh, expertise, which has been built over a period of time. You would you would rarely see very few cases where 8 to 10% of the uh, retail channel is come into the system in the last one to two years. Some of them have existed for years. So from, them, from their perspective, they've monetized and made enough monies from their location and all the stuff. Now that this one is, how do I survive and move forward? So as long as with an Indian population structure, I wouldn't be surprised with other four to five years or another three years down the line, you will fee, you will get a little bit of, uh, uh, how would I use across, <clears throat> a sort of uh, uh, structured uh, grouping in the population itself who would start purchasing from different uh, channels? So I would I would typically assume that the bottom of the pyramid, plus uh, a certain percentage which is sitting over there, will only be doing shopping in the traditional channel. And you have the you have the mid uh, between the bottom of the channel and the middle class. You have certain set of channel uh, population who will always have this challenge of adoption of technologies, fear of uh, swindling of money different different ways they want to feel the product they will continue to be part of that modern retail which is which is your um, what do you say <clears throat> the pi electronics or uh, ratnadeep in hyderabad or or uh, uh, spencers and so on then you have the the younger crowd which i would say the gen z, gen z and what we call about the millennials who are so comfortable doing everything online because they feel that uh, it's better to do that way in terms of uh, time, effort, and moving across. And they, they will be ones who will be fueling the e-com space. Now, this is how the market will get structured. At this point, different organizations have different skews uh, of business. While uh, there was some uh, article which said that close to 7 to 8% of FMCG business is happening online. Okay, And modern retail is around uh, 10 to 12%. So that the remaining is left over there. Will shifts happen as and as and when when <clears throat> employability goes up, time is getting a little constrained. Shifts are going to happen. So there is no second thought about it. And all these things will continue. Now, from an organization's perspective, how do I manage these channels? So you have created in your own system there are certain set of experts, sales experts who are handling the e-com space. Okay, and who are also handling the modern trade space because modern trade was something in 2001 was emerging in the country. In fact, Spencer's uh, in Chennai was the first modern trade outlet. And I remember those days I was with Levers. It was only less than 0.1% of our turnover used to come from Spencer's. And from there, a distance has got is got traveled. Okay, so with the, all these combinations happening, you have certain certain set of field force and certain amount of strategies which are driving it. So you cannot, currently you are getting into a scenario that you cannot avoid any channel. Okay. Now, can I take the liberty of having a product only in the trade channel and not in the e-com space? I cannot do it. Maybe I will change a little bit of combination of the product to ensure that or at a pricing level, I don't get a little bit of conflict. 
So those are things which will definitely happen and the channel is going to really emerge. And whatever said and done, uh, maybe another uh, 10 years or 20 years down the line also, trade marketing, uh, trade, which when I say the retail trade, will continue to exist. It will never cease because that is also a potent force which is refusing to give up. Okay, Unlike the likes of US. So US may when the entire modern retail, the Walmarts of the world got created, they actually, the retail pop and mom stores started forming their own set of large format stores through cooperatives and which later got merged into Walmarts of the world. I don't think the Indian market is going to do that because you have a large population and large employment base which is got created. So you will also see from the uh, government constantly policies which will ensure that this set of retailer traders who are who also provide a lot of employment don't get vanished. Okay. And resilience is pretty high among Indian traders, so they will also not give up so easily. So what happens for this base, you constantly have to drive trade, uh, trade marketing. Now, trade marketing is a gam- as a gamut starts with from your visibility at the outlet place in terms of driving preference to your own brand. Okay. Will the market stop uh, promoting uh, local regional brands? I don't think it will do. The day, let us assume, an ITC or an lever says that specific product may I'm going to reduce a little bit of margin and I will put more on advertisement. The trader, you know, he will not react anything. When a consumer walks into the outlet asking for his agarbatti or asking for his soap from levers, he will say that I don't have stock. Okay. And he will move into other categories. So, Categories which have low involvement of purchase by the consumer will continue to invest in this place. And the second part is categories like hardware, building materials and all this stuff. There the look and feel is very important. I will, I, I still will not be able to buy a tile on uh, the internet. Um, I still will be a very uncomfortable to buy something on the internet, cement or pipes and all this stuff. I want the look and feel. I want to do the specifications. Okay, so will I be able to capture the consumer uh, interest on specifications and all in that specific area? I do not know. Okay, there are certain categories where differences will happen. Hmm. So that's how. So trade marketing as an aspect will change from different different aspects. And this this new thing which is coming out is, I think all of you guys would have already heard about a new buzzword called omni omni channel. So you suddenly have a consumer who's experiencing all the three channels also and finally purchasing at one channel. Now, organization's challenge is, can I give the consumer the same experience? So I let us assume I am a consumer who is uh, <clears throat> buying a cycle. I will go to Flipkart's. I will see a model. I like the model, but I want to get a feel of this cycle, which is around eight to 10,000. I will walk into the nearest showroom, either of uh, Track and Trail, which is DI Cycles or um, Firefox of Hero. I will go to track and trail. I will see the model and I'll suddenly realize what I had there was uh, Montra EX and I am I'm having here Montra BX. Yeah. Now he gets a little worried. Okay. Then he'll say, okay, let me do one thing. Uh, in an exclusive channel, I've experienced the product, but I will go to the retail market and buy it. And he goes to the retail market and he sees there is no Montra. The retailer <laughs> convinces him to move into a competition brand. Yeah. So what happens is now the challenge for the organization is how do I ensure that this consumer who is flirting around in three channels, okay, finally still picks my product. And that's where the task of trade marketing comes. Because anything what they experience at the point of purchase will be something which trade marketing will have to own and manage. 
Now, these are challenges which organizations are facing, will face.